Enrollment is open for Thomas's upcoming six-session live online course, Navigating the Levels of Trauma Healing. Explore how to work with the impacts of collective crises and challenges and learn tools to manage anxiety, overwhelm, and nervous system dysregulation during times of accelerated change and disruption. In this all-new curriculum, Thomas and expert guest speakers will engage in ecosystemic practices to collectively explore our resilience, agency, and capacity to stay present and find deeper meaning. Click the link in our show notes to learn more and enroll. Or go to www.navigatingthelevelsoftrauma.com. Welcome to Point of Relation with Thomas Hubel, a podcast that illuminates the path to collective healing at the intersection of science and mysticism. In his conversations with visionaries, innovators, artists, and healers, Thomas invites guests into a relational experience that allows inspiration and innovation to emerge. This is The Point of Relation. For some of you, you heard me talk about this, that I believe in human development, there are two forces that are very important to all of us. The one is the will to become, and the one, the other one is the will to belong. So that we are all becoming, so there's a, a natural developmental stream through all of us. And I think that never ends. I mean, we grow up, but then we keep on growing. So there is a, there's a natural wish in a soul to keep on expanding and developing our kind of perspective, our interior landscape, the complexity, and our kind of wholeness within the universe. So there's a force in all of us that becomes. And I think in the moment that force gets reduced, we feel less and less happy. And if that force is free to become, so then we feel naturally happy and creative. So the force or the will to become is inherently connected to our creativity. Like becoming and creativity go hand in hand. If, we, if I can become, I have a perspective, I am creative, I'm innovative. I, there are many qualities that come with it. And that's also important for relation. And you, you can see maybe how in your own childhood, your will to become has been seen. I think there are a few very, very important aspects of parenting. And one of them is that we kind of feel and relate to the intelligence that is growing in our children. Like that we, that we really feel and see what's growing in our children, not what we want to have there, but what is there. And that's already challenging for many people because it means that I really need to feel, relate, look, and support, even if this is maybe contradicting my own conditioning. That's already delicate. So when you, when you see, how did you feel supported in your becoming, in your uniqueness, in your motivation, your interest in 
and the, the things that you were interested in. And how is that today? Do you feel that you, that you feel that you have enough self-contact to feel what is the drive, the becoming in you? And do you live a life that allows you to become? And to follow that becoming has something to do also with kind of feeling our next step, feeling our next step, moment to moment to moment. The mystics work in the marketplace is that we feel that we intuit or we feel the next update. It's like updates to your, for your cell phone, OS 730,000. So like you download constantly new versions of yourself that's staying connected to the creativity of the universe. So we all feel when our works or whatever our lives are up, updates, new updates, new updates, it feels fresh. It feels like we are developing, we are expanding, we are creating new versions of what we're doing in the world. And maybe we also know how it feels when that gets a bit sleepy and the energy is a bit like standing water. So one force in us, and that's something that we can feel. That's also what I said on the first day, the energy that calls us onto a path onto a spiritual path is also connected to that force of becoming. And then there's the second one, that's the, the will to belong, the will to be related, the will to be part of something, the will of the will to be intimate. So there is intimacy and there is freedom. There's intimacy and there's freedom. And so when you look at your will to belong, to create satisfying intimacy, of course, with your partners, but also with other people, meaningful relations in your life that are nourishing, where you feel you have the exchange that, that really nourishes you, that inspires you, that also supports you when you need support. So belonging creates a social kind of a network, not just Facebook, but kind of a network of meaningful relations. And so when you look in your life, how do you see your belonging, your will to belong? I believe when we go through our development, as we heard also before a little bit, so there are different phases and there are always kind of a pendulum movement of creating more freedom and a new version of belonging. More freedom and a new version of belonging. When a child grows, there is, we reach out, there's an impulse, there's autonomy, we create our own interior space, our own autonomy, and then there is relation. So there's fear and curiosity, resistance and anger and autonomy, and then there is kind of relation the capacity to relate. So there's a pendulum movement. I belong to something. I create a new level of freedom, of kind of freedom, and then I can relate from that new level of freedom. And, and I believe what we heard in the morning is also connected to that the moments when we get really tight in relation, when we hit our traumatized parts, when we hit our shadow parts, what we actually hit on the deepest level of our being is a lack. 
something is missing, a lack. Something is missing. There is not enough. And I find it interesting when we look at consciousness development that basically we could say that the nature of the ego is that I need to get something. The will to receive. What do I get? When I talk to you, what will I get from it? When I do this, what will be the outcome? And becoming equal to the nature of the divine is the will to give. Is becoming a creative outlet, becoming kind of an overflowing well. So many of the issues that we see in our world are based on a lack. There is something missing. Conflicts arise when there is not enough, not enough of natural resources, not enough attention, love, whatever, not enough sex, not enough something. So when you kind of revisit a little bit your own development and you look for abundance and scarcity. Abundance and scarcity. So especially let's talk today about relational scarcity. So scarcity in the family system of attention, relation, potential-oriented support or safety, security for some people. The basic safety wasn't given. So then fear is a natural element of my further life. It's our special effects department. <laughs> so, so when you revisit your own time of development, your childhood time when you grew up, what, and you, you look for scarcity and abundance, and you just see whatever comes up in you, the first things that come up in you, what was abundant, and where was a lack, where was energy missing, and what did you do with it? How did you compensate on the scarcity? Or what did you do for it? Like to get more of what was missing. So when there was a lack of safety, or there was a violent environment, what did you do to be more safe? If there was a lack of attention and relation, what did you do to get more attention and relation and awareness. So where was the lack? And what did you develop as a strategy to get more of the cake? Also when there were siblings, when you weren't the only child, there were others that also needed resources. So what kind of strategy did you develop to get more of it? So when I look at the a family system. Parents are usually pipelines, like in the most unromantic version. <laughs> As parents, we are pumping life energy into a system. And within that system, our kids are growing. So we are providing safety, we are providing love, attention, nourishment, 
nurturing, all kinds of things, limits, guidance, everything that goes with it. But what I want to point to is that when a system has a certain amount of energy, when that system starts off with traumatized parents, most probably that system doesn't have 100% energy, but it has maybe only 80 or 60. So everything needs to happen in a system that has already less energy to start with. And less energy means stress. Less energy means tension. Less energy means that I grow up with a certain feeling of scarcity. And with a fear that some, something is not going to be enough. And that's, I believe, a basic issue that we face in the world in general, that many people carry inside a fear of something not being enough. And the more we are disconnected from the divine, from the spirit, that gets amplified. If we come back to our relational capacity, so when we heard today that the work is, of course, often to reconnect and to find out how we can grow together in diff into different levels of intimate relationship. But what we actually do is that we fill the parts in us that live in scarcity in one way or the other. In the energetic understanding of a human being, we could say we come from our roots. Can we turn on the uh, projector for a moment? Yeah. So the notion of chi is like this. It's like a fountain. A fountain of energy. So if this was water, so from our roots, our ancestors, energy comes up. It goes up the spine and it nourishes the whole nervous system, the neocortex, and becomes a, a kind of like a fountain. But when we, when there is trauma, or if there was an original lick in the in the system already, so that fountain is lower. But in order for us to have our higher functions, especially our higher consciousness functions online, we need that energy to energize all of us. But if that energy flow is reduced, we function on a reduced level of ourselves. So if there's not enough energy coming up, and a lot of the, the wisdom traditions work with this core stream of Kundalini energy or life energy that comes up our spine and different centers of consciousness. But eventually it goes back to feeling energized. And that's why, first of all, it's good to know that when, when I'm reactive, I don't have enough life energy flow available to energize another function. So when a trauma gets triggered, usually the energy crystallizes around that reactivity and I am not anymore fully connected to that higher function that can embrace it. And that goes back to a lake. That goes back to something that's not enough. And and I believe that when we... I would love to, to just have one triad where everybody has a little time to share about abundance and scarcity 
abundance and scarcity in your own history and also how how you experience this maybe in relationship and what have been what are your strategies that you build on top of the scarcity so one would be for example if if i feel often threatened in my family system and i found out that i get my place by helping or supporting my mother or my father to feel more safe so maybe today i'm a therapist <laughs> or a doctor or if i if i knew that in order to how to stabilize the family system was by managing it as a 7 year old or 8 year old i already managed my family system maybe today i'm a ceo and it's not that every ceo has that pattern but tendencies are higher the people feel motivated to do something in their life that they have trained already for many years so if if i get my safe if as long as i support you and you are happy i feel safe so then I, that becomes a pathway in me that becomes something that i become good at and i can support people and they feel happy and i feel happy until i have a burnout because i cannot support my happiness cannot depend on if you are happy or not as we all know so i learned the scarcity how to bridge the scarcity in me there was a lack of safety or maybe attention love so i started to do a compensation so how did you do it what did you get good at in order to deal with what was missing maybe there was nothing missing so you're here to serve as a bodhisattva everybody <laughs> in the room that's also good <laughs> we need more of those um and so when you, and also when you see your relationship intimate relationship dynamics maybe you you start from there or you start from your kind of family system where you come from your family of origin so the abundance the scarcity and how did i deal with the scarcity Thanks for listening to Point of Relation with Thomas Hoover. Stay connected by visiting our website, pointofrelationpodcast.com, and by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review, and share about us with your community on social media. Thank you. We appreciate your support.